It's in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ooh, sorry. No, sorry. We're sorry we're laughing. It's just, that was bad timing. Sorry about that. Hello, everyone, and I'm joined with Nick Ivo. How are you doing, Nick? I'm good, thanks, Rambo. Yourself? I'm fine, and I didn't introduce myself. I am Rambo, of course. This is uh, Nick and Rambo's uh, BHA podcast. Uh, Nick, back a week now from Finland. Uh, how, how are you feeling? Uh, I've just about defrosted. <laughs> just about. I feel my toes again now, which is a strange feeling. But uh, but no, just just about uh, just about there now. Yourself? Me? Yeah. I I found that um, that climatizing was weird because the first day I came back, I went to work in like a short sleeve shirt. <laughs> Felt yeah, so I, warm. I was like uh, dossing around on the uh, on the Tuesday when we got back, like in shorts. <laughs> they were yeah. like minus minus. It was about three degrees in Newcastle, and I was just wandering around in shorts and just getting some funny looks. Well, I know the people of Newcastle tend not to wear a lot of clothing, regardless of the weather. So, um, yeah, I suppose you'd fit in quite quite nicely in Newcastle. Yeah, plenty. <laughs> um, and Nick, uh, just while we're on the pod, I'll say a formal thank you to you for making sure that um, there was not a death on the road on the way up uh, from uh, London. Uh, after oh. after I collected my car because it was getting a bit hairy, um, so thanks for letting me stay over the night, and I'm sure Dibs appreciates being in a separate room, um, away from my snoring. <laughs> he was, uh, he, I think he was happy with that decision. Mainly, I think he was. Uh, I'm not sure he was a fan of the sing along for the last part of the journey. No, no, he, yeah, he doesn't sing. Um, I don't know whether he's not tuneful or he just uh, is a bit crabbit. Um, <laughs> we'll leave that up to him to to uh, to decide for himself. Um, so Nick, before before we we start talking about the main thing we're here to talk about and and diving into interviews uh, about Finland, um, just I was just on Facebook just before before I took your call and uh, it's one year, uh, sorry, two years since Max Springer started playing hockey. Now he's posted. Ah, yeah, I think that as well. Yeah, I saw that too, and I thought I thought you know. He's post, we'd read, read his post out, I'm not sure, I mean, it's Facebook and it's public, I think he said it to, so I'm sure he doesn't mind, but it says, two years ago, today, I played my first ever hockey game. Safe to say, I haven't looked back since. Well, you may not have looked back, but you certainly weren't looking forwards when you missed that empty net in Nationals two years ago, <laughs> were you, mate? <laughs> oh, uh, but congratulations to you, Max, and that's what the BIHA is really all about, is getting people into the sport, as well as having some of the more elite talent um, and, and having an international end of it is getting people into the sport as well. So, speaking of uh, of elite talent, um, this year's camp was, was an, a bit different, Nick, um, from any of the other camps that have been, whether it's been summer, winter, or the one in Sheffield, in the fact that it shared its time with GBU. And how did you find that experience from someone who's been at the camp before? I've obviously never been. Um, it was a it was a little bit strange to have such a large travelling party, but there was plenty of people to talk to and plenty of people you probably never bumped into before, and 
now to get so many different perspectives on hockey and their own clubs and and even even for the people who aren't necessarily part of the BYJ and and get their perspective and even take some of those people and get them involved as part of the BYJ and, and sign them up for teams and and let them know what's available and it's it's great in terms of I really enjoyed the mix and especially the the GBU girls were uh, were fun to be around and uh, certainly got a, a good a good bunch there and uh, and hopefully all the people who went on the development camp had uh, had fun and some people make friends on these camps for for life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought the whole thing was was a was good fun for everybody that was there, um, and uh, you know, I didn't get to see a lot of what was going on with the development camp on ice. A, a little bit in the first morning, um, they had this Finnish coach come on that you know took them through their paces really well, um, and then and then I didn't see a lot of it because you were off doing things with GBU. I was getting ready to uh, to do things on and off the ice with them and. Uh, you know, so it, it, but it, it was a good fun camp. Everyone from the uh, the camp that you spoke to, they all were pretty positive people, um, interesting people. I got the chance to sit next to um, the Welsh goalie whose name escapes me. You might know Nick, Aaron. Uh, uh, yeah, Aaron, and uh, and have a good chat with him on the way to Finland, and then fall asleep and snore next to him instead of Dibs. So <laughs> he, 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 I mean, he wasn't as grumpy as Dibs. He said, "You be you." So. I'm sure Dibs could have maybe done that, except I was denying Dibs at least an hour sleep every night. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was great, and uh, one of the things we obviously did was that we had GBU there, and uh, I think that would be a fitting fitting time to bring in um, my little chat with Abby Thornton. So I'm joined with Abby Thornton, GBU assistant captain and uh, Gothenburg player. Abby, can you tell us a bit about your hockey history? Uh, yeah, so I started playing quite late um, when I was 16. Most people start when they were a lot younger, uh, so I had a lot of catch-up on and uh, had to work really hard to get back into the same level as my age group at the time. We were very, very good. Still working on it, though. <laughs> but um, I have done um, two winter universities. I did Trentino in 2013 and um, Kazakhstan in 2017. It's a shame we couldn't get to Russia this year, but it was great that we got this camp to be able to come away and play together since we worked so hard in the trials and practices. And you played the first game against the Chinese team. How did you find that? Um, I found it quite like when we played Japan and China previously in other universities. They're a very structured team. They all know what they're doing. They all play quite similar and they're very fast. Um, They're not very physical at all, but um, they're well-structured enough, but you can break it down if you can kind of understand the systems quite well. And I... But they're a tough opponent, and they keep going, and they don't they don't quit. So it was a good game, and uh, I think the girls worked really hard, and we pulled through. So it was nice to get a cheeky goal at the end. But it's a shame we couldn't pull some out earlier in the game. And uh, there's a lot of you're one of the more veteran players on the on this camp. I'm not trying to make you sound old, but uh, how's the uh, how's it been with some of the new people coming in? What's the the vibe been like around the camp? Um, it's really nice, actually. I wasn't sure really what to expect this trip because there was a lot of new faces, a lot of younger players uh, who play in lots of different leagues at home. Um, so I wasn't sure of a lot of players. I didn't know how it was going to go, but everyone's been absolutely amazing. We've really gelled. Um, it doesn't really matter where you've kind of what team you've come from. Or we've got people from Ireland, from Scotland, from England, and uh, all different unis and like quite a different um, level um, gap in ability, but we've all seemed to really come together. It really didn't matter in the end, and uh, 
it's really, really been such a laugh, and I've ex- like it succeeded all my expectations of actually what the camp was going to be like. I really was hesitant, and I wasn't sure, like because we weren't going away. Um, and I, I know a few people weren't sure whether to come or not, and we were all saying how much like I uh, was so happy like that we did come uh, because we've had such a laugh, and it's just been such a good experience. And the girls are literally amazing; they're hilarious. So it's been a right laugh. Yeah, and then the uh, last night you had a game against a Finnish rec team. Didn't go particularly well scoreline wise, but um, you uh, you certainly were a menace uh, for a certain defenseman. Um, what did you take away from that game? Uh, apart from half of his rib cage, uh, not a lot. No, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, they were a rec team, but I guess they're not like the rec teams at home. They all played a pretty high level, um, unknown to us really. So we didn't really anticipate what they were going to be like. Uh, one thing I will say though is like I'm so proud of the team. Like everyone pulled together. Uh, we managed to get like three goals at the end, which is like incredible considering how the game went. A lot of teams would have probably just given up and quit and throw the towel in, but no, literally no one did. Everyone kept going and. We got some nice goals as well. Like they weren't like crappy goals, which is quite nice. Um, better than some of the ones they were scoring. Uh, all of the scoreline um, was quite high. I don't think it really reflected the game. Like the girls really, really just kept going, and I think it's just like everyone should just be really proud of themselves. I uh, and I think I think the Finnish men were quite surprised that we kept going. I think they probably thought, oh God, you know, well, maybe we'll slow down or we'll stop playing or whatever but we just kept going at them and um, I think that's where the goals came from which was quite nice and I just think it was great it was, it was a good game good experience uh, it wasn't probably the best game we'll ever play and it's not ideal really with like the situation but at the end of the day we came here to play hockey and that's what we did and we just kept going and that's the main thing we're a team and we kept it that way so it was positive and we all had a laugh afterwards and it's just on to the next really Okay so if the, the biggest positive from the camp for you would be Honestly, the girls, it's been, like, incredible. Like I said, I was really hesitant coming, didn't know a lot of them. They didn't know me, like, um, so it's hard to get a group of players when you don't really know on the first night. We didn't even know, basically, each other's names were at the airport. We really weren't sure. Um, so me, Scooney and Monica, we got them together um, in the hotel and we just little, did a little intro, a little icebreaker. Um, and from then on, it, we were golden, really. Like, we, we just everyone just meshed so well. And there's a lot of different personalities, um, a lot of extroverts, a lot of introverts, but you literally wouldn't, like, realise when we're all together. Um, everyone just gels and there's no clicky we all sit in different seats at the table when we eat and we all sit next to different people in the changing room like it was it's just it's just been amazing like the girls have really made the trip like obviously we're here to play hockey and it's great but um it's no good playing when you're not enjoying it and the girls have kept us all enjoying it so uh they're a credit to themselves really okay thanks very much abby so that chat there nick with uh, abby thornton gbu um assistant captain um, on her thoughts in the camp, the first time she'd been there, but she's been with GB2 Walks before, so good bit of experience in the camp, but there was a, a few GBU players that were uh, fresh, so I think the camp probably serves as quite a good stepping stone for them too. Uh, I don't know what you think, you, did you see much of the GBU training or anything? Uh, I caught some of it, didn't manage to catch as much as I would have liked to, pretty much the similar problem to you, but the the reverse way around, spending a lot of time with the development guys, but, but no, it was really... Um, uh, those girls, like whether or not they've been to Wugs before, played for GB seniors, played GB juniors, whatever whatever level they were, they all came with the right attitude and the right application, and and there was no kind of oh who's this person, never met them before. There was it became a little a little family from what I could see from the outset, if you know what I mean. And uh, obviously they uh, all enjoyed their time and all seemed to get something out of it. And I think uh, I think the whole 
all hopefully uh, pretty uh, happy that they spent that time together. Yeah, and just just while we're on the subject of GBU, um, I, I don't know if you remember to think of them, but uh, we talked about giving out some some jokey awards uh, for for the camp, um, and I, I've got a few to go through. If there's anything uh, anything you want to say on any of them, just just dive right in. But the first one, and this is kind of serious, is uh, um, I mean the name of the awards not, but the the award itself is serious. Is the uh, is the Simon and Garfunkel Award. Um, here's to you, Miss Robinson. Took an absolute belter of a hit to the head uh, during GBU's second game, um, and I'm glad to hear she's she seems to be recovering okay. So uh, if you're listening to the pod, Amy, I know you joked about not listening to the pod. I hope you listen to this one. Then uh, here, here's to you because I really hope you get better soon um, and uh, find you back on the next rink at, at, at some point in the future. Obviously, taking care. Yeah, and the important thing is, it's as much as both me and you will say this, like hockey is a big part of our lives and a big part of what we do, um, life itself is more important. So again, Amy, take your time, rest up, and uh, I'm sure you'll be back at some point. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you'll be back um, to to you know chat um, chat with us and uh, drink drink long drink in the bar <laughs> um, and and talk about hairy babies and talk about hairy babies, yeah. Um, another in joke for the pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't um, worry, there are going to be plenty of these. Yeah, there's going to be plenty of these. Um, my second, my second uh, award um, is the Go Go Gadget Stick Award, which goes to Isabel Whiteley for truly the most unbelievable poke checks I've ever seen in a game of hockey. I, I don't know if you maybe saw all of the GBU uh, game against the Chinese team, but. I've never seen anyone poke check like that. I don't know if you do. You remember much of that game, or I think you? No, I, I unfortunately was a bit tied up doing other things, so I didn't get to see much of it. But um, I'll uh, I'll take your word for it and uh, find out who she plays for. And I'm definitely going to I don't know skate down the other wing or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, apart from that, the, finally, I don't want to go on too much. I've got I've got one more individual and then a, a big award uh, individually for the. Possibly the cutest interview of all time, and and for an interview with possibly the most reach of all time on Facebook Live, Ashlyn Rafter. Um, <laughs> interview, as I said to you, reached over two thousand people before we got Whew. home. Um, so that's uh, that's the reach of uh, of Ashlyn. Uh, obviously, a minor celebrity uh, back home in Northern Ireland, and so that that's for you, Ashlyn. But. Nick, you, you wouldn't know this, but um, I, uh, after every Steel Queens game, uh, give out a Kit Kat Chunky, if I remember to take one with me. But I, I figuratively give it out and then own mm-hmm. them a Kit Kat Chunky. Yeah, yeah. So that's for, that goes to the person who I think has worked really hard, you know, brought something, you know, whether they've been put in a tough spot. Like, for example, previously Lynn, who you know from the camp, got it for uh, being put in centre for the first time in the first two games in centre and playing really well there um, so for hard working and I'm going to regret saying this because they'll all want a Kit Kat Chunky now but for hard work and dedication the whole GBU team gets a Kit Kat Chunky from me whether that be figuratively or not if you're vegan that's great because that'll save me save me a couple of quid uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah to all of you well done because it was a smashing camp I really felt great being a part of it and uh, I, I was 
truly honoured to, to be your team manager and the way you presented yourself and applied yourself to everything that was going on. So thanks to you guys. Um, and I think, Nick, speaking of spirit and stuff, um, it's probably a good time to, to move on to, to the psyche of a hockey player. Now, I spoke to... Uh, we, we had a sports psychologist in camp. I think that was a camp first. Is that right, Nick? Yeah, it is. It is yeah. indeed. Yeah, and uh, you got a chance to know um, Stephen Eccles, uh, the sports psychologist. I mean, I have to say, I thought he was... A football player. Excellent football player. Um the most determined four-ball player, perhaps, out of everyone there. Uh, but, um, I mean, did you you got the chance to observe a couple of his classes as well, Nick. I mean, I've not had a great deal of chance to speak to you, but what, what do you think, uh, you know, you got out of them? I, uh, I think, similar to what kind of the feedback I was giving uh, Stephen himself, in terms of that from both a player angle, from a coach angle, from a manager angle, just from a a general human being kind of angle that you could take anything away from his sessions in terms of whilst it might have been aimed around obviously sports psychology and, and the ins and outs of that of obviously pushing buttons and trying to get into people's people's heads and try and make people perform to the best level. It was especially the one he was given about obviously reflective practice and things like that. It's stuff you can take away into university work or just general everyday life and, and reflect on things and obviously uh, look back at that stuff. And certainly I thought it was it was well worth having having him there, and I know the uh, feedback I obviously got from some of the people on development camp. Feedback I got from some of the uh, heard from the stories from the girls and stuff. I think uh, he's made uh, he's made some new friends for life there in terms. Of, I think those girls took to him quite well. Yes, yeah, certainly. I mean, I know that the, uh, the nobody in the, the GBU camp had anything but praise for him, um, and that went from not only the players who were at their first international experience, but um, players like seasoned campaigners at the top end of the game and I, I truly thought he was an asset um, to the camp and I had the chance to have an interview with him on the bus home um, I hope the sound quality of this is okay but he, here, here he is now So I'm on the bus home from Heathrow and I'm joined with uh, Stephen Eccles sport psychology consultant uh, Stephen, you've just been uh, on the BIHA camp uh, with GBU and uh, the development camp. How did you find the experience? I thought the experience was fantastic. I thought both camps worked really hard. I felt as though everybody put a lot into that, whether that be the players and the coaches as well. And uh, you've integrated quite well and there's been a lot of positive feedback from the girls. Um, did you find it quite a rewarding experience? Was it what you expected? Honestly, this was probably one of my best experiences so far in sports psychology. Um, and I think the reason behind that is because the girls were put so much into it. And I think in my field, if the athletes and the clients you're working with put as much into it and are as open-minded, then you can really work together and really hopefully make a difference for them. Yeah, and this is uh, your first experience with the BIHA, really. Um, um, how have you found uh, working with the BIHA and the, the staff? Any memories you'll take away from this? such a great organisation and I think one of the main I guess memories I can't really pick one but actually the fact that we've all come together you know there's been certain situations that have been actually quite challenging but actually you know we've come together we've stuck together and actually we've pulled through and we're still a team yeah so do you feel like you've integrated in the family quite well then 
the fact that I got a signed shirt um, from the players, I'm going to take that as a win and a part of the family as well. And if there was one moment um, in the whole camp that you could look back on and say you'll never, you'll never forget, what was that? Apart from the signed jersey you just described. <laughs> um, one moment. Do you know what? It's me second psychology session um, with them and we was playing Jenga in operation and it was just complete enough. I told them to create chaos, they created chaos and you know what, everybody got on, I had a laugh so much and do you know what actually, I'm going to change my memory, sorry can I change my memory? Of course you can, Fantastic. Okay, so memories change is, it was basically one of the first one of the first sessions that I did with them, it was pr- pretty much to say, if you could have one thing to share, if we was all going to live in the same house, what would it be? And to be fair, what came out of that was everyone being open and honest, and I think that's what really helped the team cohesion. Okay, and uh, there's a, a few coaches listening to this podcast. If there's any advice you could give to them about uh, keeping their players' minds in check, uh, what would it be? I think, to be honest with you, it's always that open line of communication so being able to speak with each different player and see how they take because I appreciate that it is a team sport as well but in the changing room when we're doing team talks you know of course being positive being motivated but if you can use the words and the language that the that the team that the players are using themselves that's going to be really impactful and they're going to listen to you more therefore if you combine in that with the psychology hopefully they'll take that in and use it on the ice okay well thanks very much if uh, just before you go if there's a one message you want to leave with the uh, people at BIHA uh, go ahead and give it thank you so much for a great experience thank you for letting me come along and honestly I'll never forget this experience thank you very much Thanks. There you go. That's uh, Stephen Eccles uh, chatting about um, his experience in the camp. Um, managed to stay in touch with him, uh, so uh, I'm sure he'll he'll feed me uh, tidbits of information as as requested. Um, and uh, I mean, he wasn't the only the only great member of staff we had there. Uh, we had the doc. Um, we had this. Uh, whose name escapes me actually <laughs> is it Mr. Dr. Carman is that right? That's the one Mike yeah. Carman Mike Carman and we had uh, obviously we had the um, Ryan the uh, sports therapist we, yeah. ha- we had uh, Drew the uh, the well I, yeah. he warmed people up but I'm not sure of his title but it was his warm ups were really good and the uh, sport and fitness um, classes were really good as well uh, and then obviously the usual uh, the GBU crew and Ryan Rathbone who um, it was good being on nice with less, Ryan. Sorry, he looked less scruffy for the entire trip. He, and that's he, that, that, he is, so that is yeah the most presentable Ryan has been in a while. <laughs> and the thing is, he accepts that because we had a discussion about it. and He was like, well, at least I'm the most of anything in the BHA. Um <laughs> He's found his niche and he's, he's sticking to it. Yeah, um, but I have to say as a person who you know coaches um from time to time being a nice one was great because they learned so many drills that are so useful and uh you know even if they just seem like fun drills that maybe the players don't really know why they're doing it and it's just for a bit of fun 
they have their uses, like um, these little small area games that I can take back and use use with the Steel Queens, and I'm sure Dibs will use with the Eagles. Um, so yeah, it was great being on nice with him, um, and obviously as as aforementioned, uh, Matt Matt Dibble, um, who obviously I've spent enough time with over the years, and he's definitely spent <laughs> enough time with me over <laughs> over the last uh, last uh, couple of days, and then uh, finally um, Chris. Keel, I've got his name right, or as I've now changed his name to Diamond Chris Harris, uh, the <laughs> the uh, the assi- another assistant coach with GBU, but he was on with the development camp as well and part in wisdom. So thanks thanks to all the staff members. If, I, if I've missed anyone, I'm truly sorry. Um, I wouldn't I'd be remiss, of course, if I didn't mention Andy and Simon's name, but well, I include you in the GBU. No, I was about to say, uh, you're going to get us cut off if you don't. Yeah, I include you in the BIHA uh, staff bit of that, but. Um, thanks to all of you guys who made it an enjoyable experience. It was great when uh, your help organising things. I even got a bit of coaching uh, when I was trying to do my um, uh, do my uh, cross country skiing. Um, <laughs> By the way, guys, if you haven't seen, Rambo's cross country skiing is now like a mythical, legendary event. Don't worry, wait for nationals. There will be more. <laughs> yeah. Um well Div suggested a regular feature called Ramble Tries. Um Which <laughs> I not, think we are with you. Yeah, I am not sure how much my body would take it, but um <laughs> or, or, or the apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh finally to another absolute hero of the camp, um that uh sharpened my skates and helped me get through the camp, uh Brian Miller Absolutely fantastic. Brian, um, the Bear Miller. Yeah, the Bear Miller. Uh, we'll not go into that. Um, it's maybe not for pod pod listening, but what what an absolute legend. 70th birthday, comes away to, uh, comes away to Finland with a group of millennials um, and Simon. And, uh, and then has a great time. Has an absolute great time. Full of energy, full of life. Uh, always good for a laugh. Um, so, yeah, Brian, what a hero as well. So, just so many people that we've obviously to go through and that made the camp memorable. Uh, but Nick, um, on the development front, I did have the chance to speak to uh, the guy on his first camp, um, an insanely tall individual from my perspective, because it's not very often <laughs> that I'm looking up to to somebody in, uh, at any time, and you know. Uh, but um, Sean Monkhouse, uh, so here he is now. Okay, so I'm joined with uh, Sean Monkhouse of the uh, Leeds Griffins B. How are you doing, Sean? Yeah, not not bad, not bad. A bit still a bit tired and sore from the camp, but it's catching up on the fan and catching up on sleep. So doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm uh, I'm not too bad. I'm in a similar position to you that my body's mm-hmm. in uh, a bit of pain after after uh, a lot more hockey than I'm used to. I have to say in, in a yeah. short period of time. Uh, now, uh, Sean, you. Uh, the first thing I noticed about you is you're you're a big lad. How how tall are you? Uh, to be honest, I'm not exactly sure. I think the last time I got measured, I was about six eight. That was thinking about like a year or so ago. But every time I come from university, my mum keeps telling me I'm getting taller. So probably about I think I'll probably go with like six ten. Wow! <laughs> and do you so, find that do you find that reach helps you with, with hockey? Oh, definitely. But obviously, having the longest stick to fit my height definitely comes in with like pork checking and stick or stick checking. But 
getting told by coach I need to bend my knees more is definitely not fun. And when I first started, a lot of the constant back pain of having to lean over because of my heights to con- was not fun. So, but it, once I got used to it, it's definitely comes in handy. Okay, right. I'll stop talking about your height for a minute. Uh, yeah, you obviously yeah. were at uh, winter camp, um, but yeah. before we go into that, how, how did you get into hockey? Um, to be honest, I, I, the first experience of hockey was when I was like seven or eight, and it was basically just watching like the Mighty Ducks movies as a kid, as probably most people are. And being young, I was obsessed with football, and also I didn't really come, didn't really get into ice hockey as much until I was about fourteen, fifteen. And randomly turned on the TV one night and started watching a playoff game between New York Rangers and Pittsburgh Penguins. And just from there, I was obsessed. And then carried on from there. What Got invited to a Birmingham Stars game by one of my friends and I've been watching ever since. So when I got to university, the first thing I wanted to do was join the ice hockey team and have a look back. Excellent, excellent. And you're now, uh, you're now a stalwart for the, uh, the Leeds B team. Is that, is that yeah. correct? <laughs> okay. And this was your, your first Finnish camp. You're just, just back from yeah. Venomaki, as you've alluded to already. Um, yeah. How did you find the camp? Yeah, it was, it was, very, it was very enjoyable. Uh, I was completely happy with it. it. Apart from the the weather was a bit something that I was not used to, but it was it was an amazing experience, and obviously the, the coaches were great, the people there were great, and made it an amazing experience. And obviously, all the ice time we got and all the activities we had planned for us was amazing. So I really enjoyed it. Okay, and um, did you get up to, uh, did you try any activities off the rink that you ordinarily wouldn't have tried? Uh, unfortunately, because of all like the some of the injuries thing I've picked up there and some just feeling ill, I didn't get to go on the cross-country the cross country skiing, which I was disappointing with. But obviously, the going on the pond hockey was really, really fun. And got, doing the winter classic stuff we use was very enjoyable, but yeah, not as much. But it was more like the other classes, like the sports physio stuff, the sports psychology, which you usually wouldn't get in university hockey. So that was pretty enjoyable and very interesting. Yeah, and uh, you obviously you seem to be the uh, well the best dressed fan for the the GBU women's games. Uh, <laughs> how did you find being on a camp with? With the sort of that national international setup going on at the same time, oh, it it definitely made me think I need to pick up my game a bit, especially when playing against them at the end. But it was it was really really fun because I, a lot, even though that I'd never met a lot of them girls before, I've I've watched them play in some of the some of them in the GB games and the G, GB under 18s and the 20s. It was just a lot of fun being around them because I, I one of my friends Nina who's who's in the camp also, so I hung around with her a lot, which meant I was hung around with a lot of the girls. And it was just fun being around them, talking hockey with them, and just hearing about some of the experiences, which well, was very, very interesting. Yeah, and uh, if you had sort of something to say for anyone else that was thinking about do, doing the camp next year, what what would you do to sell the camp to them? What would you say? Hmm. Let me think. Uh, I think the main thing to sell it is the idea of you getting more ice time in four or five days than getting it back in months back home, and. Uh, be, being there with professional coaches like Simon, Andy, Nick, who made the camp a really enjoyable experience, and tailors to everyone from beginners to experienced players, as you saw from this year, and uh, it was, it's, 
it's just the mainly the main idea of getting more ice time in in four or five days and being able to back home so you improve a lot faster and being able to take stuff back with you when you when you go back home. Okay, and uh, was that your uh, your first experience of playing outside as well in the in the the old Winter Classic? Oh yeah, uh, back home you don't really get much stuff like that, and when I'm in Leeds, we've tried to get like a small Winter Classic on the outdoor pond, outdoor wings of power in Leeds, but they won't let us because too many safety issues. But so yeah, it would be first ever time on the outdoor pond. Yeah. Yeah, well, you you certainly uh, you certainly were difficult to get around, so. Uh... No. Um, keep 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 doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. And uh, so now you're now you've uh, you've rotated back to the real world. What's it? What's in store for you and the the Leeds Griffins bees uh, in the in the next few months? Well, I think well, if I remember correctly, we start pick up training in, in the next week or so. So looking forward to that, getting back around with everyone, and mainly it's just keep doing what we're doing. This year we've just moved up to Div Three, so Div or Div 1 non-checking, so it's definitely a step up for us, especially losing a lot of players from last year. Like We lost about three or four players from last year who are top, top, about three or four top goal scorers, so it's a bit hard being able to keep up with some of the top teams like Manchester and Northumbria. We're doing our best, uh, taking it each game, by, each game at a time and just hoping by the end of the season that we're able to stay in this league and next year go for the gold. Good, good stuff, that's good ambition. Um, before before uh, we we wrap up, I always give folk the chance to uh, to give a shout out to anyone they want to they want to give a shout out to on the pod. Is there anyone you you want to say hi to? Uh, yeah, I, f- I think I'll give a shout out to my coach and lead old coach and leads leads older, who's probably will end up listening to this podcast as he's the moment he got announced on the Facebook page, he was messaging me like absolutely over the over the moon about it. So shout out to Aldo and the rest of Leeds Griffins and. Yeah, I think that's this, really. Excellent. Well, thanks for your time, Sean, and uh, it's been it's been great chatting to you, even over the you know not just today but over the four days uh, mm. in Finland when I got the chance to. And uh, you mm. keep up you keep uh, keep up the good work because you're certainly a, a fine prospect for for the Leeds uh, Griffins uh, team. So you you keep that up. Well, th- thanks very much, Rambo, for having me, and hope to catch up at nationals. No problem. Cheers. It's a cheers. And there, that was Sean uh, of the Leeds Griffins, who always, uh, we know, go from strength to strength. Uh, I mean, from your perspective, Nick, is there anyone that you particularly want to give a, a shout out to on the on the on the camp? Oh, um, I don't know, really. I, I was, uh, oh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a shout out to my three goalies. I spent a lot of time with those guys and. Uh, was trying my best to uh, to give them some goalie-specific hints and tips and trying to get them going. And uh, given the fact I joined the union this weekend again and played in goal, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give a shout out to my fellow union members for uh, for all their efforts. Because uh, at the end of the day, everyone knows whether it's a game, uh, a training session, or a hockey camp, it ain't nothing without a goalie. And uh, it can uh, it can it can get a little bit. Stressful sometimes, but uh, but no, those three, uh, they're my guys. I'll give a shout out to those guys. Yeah, and Nick, I think I think it's another special tip of the hat goes to the people who flew themselves to Finland. And well, yeah, managed well, yeah. to not get lost. Um, <laughs> I was really happy about that. Yeah, when we got on the bus and there was all the concern, is everyone on the bus from the airport to, you know, to go? 
All ten of them gave it, gave, you know. That was the happiest moment of my trip. <laughs> um, yeah, and we got them all there, and uh, great contributions. As you, as you seen it, was there a few people on your camp that weren't in uni- involved in university hockey? Uh, just a couple who uh, either were out potentially doing gap years and things like that, and just wanted a little bit of a hockey top up over the. Uh, over the little winter break or things like that, or people who'd uh, perhaps aged out and been alumni. and uh, Not too many, though, but but a couple of people who weren't necessarily part of uni hockey fully might play uni, uh, might play for other teams or things like that, or play rec. But um, but no, always good to... Uh, again, it's, it's part of the bigger BYHA family and the and the people that you meet. And I'm, I'm sure, like me, it becomes different every year that... Um, I'm sure you'll walk around the corridors at Ice Sheffield for those three weekends and bump into people and be like, oh, oh yeah, hey. And yeah, and it makes uh, commentating at nationals that little bit more personable as well because you, you know some of these people and know little bits of stories and uh, makes our job a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. And it, it wouldn't be a chat about Finland, I'm sure, uh, although I first time I've been, if we didn't talk about um, the out- outdoor, the chance to play outdoor hockey, uh a lot of people took the chance to enjoy that. Um, I think that that we had our game on the we had a sort of knock around on the Saturday night after the Elite League, uh, sorry, Liga hockey, um, and uh, I have to say what what an experience to play out there in floodlights. Um, you know, we there was a lot of people there that I didn't know before we. We we played. I thought you know I thought it was just going to be you, and me, and Dibs knocking a puck about for a bit. Um, but yeah, just this nice little uh, nice little game, nice little game of hockey uh, with about ten, maybe twelve people in the end. Uh, so played it played in the right spirit. Everyone just out there for to have a good time and have some fun. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, we had, as you say, we had a few GBU girls down. Um, that, that had to be had to be skate about, and then we had some people from camp. We had uh, me, you, and Debs. Um, Debs, uh, I think, got round the whole rink at least once. Um, and uh, he was trying to find the boards. That was his first problem. Yeah, he was trying. Yeah, he was trying to find the boards. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's Debs saucing all over the world. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't move much, but he can sauce a puck. Uh, that's that's for tap. Come out of the game, Rambo. Hmm? That was the plan, remember? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, absolutely excellent time uh, there, and uh, you were absolutely right, Nick, as well. That the little bar down at the the hotel did uh, did serve some pretty tasty grub. Yeah, we were so lucky that that was still serving food, and uh, I think I'd probably still be eating that second meal right now if we hadn't stopped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick uh, got a burger and was. Uh, I think he probably would have still been there if he hadn't have just admitted defeat in the end. Uh. <laughs> well, the guy closed up around us. We didn't have much option. No, he closed up around us. Turned even turned off the hockey, which still had about still had a bit of the second period to go. <laughs> just just well. basically made it uh, so we had to leave. Um, it would have been easier if it caused me to have a laughing fit about. Halfway, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean the camp, the camp was excellent, Nick. But n- now we've got the rest of the season to look forward to. We're going to have the rundown to the uh, the playoffs, um, which should be exciting. Um, there's a there's a rather big game this Sunday at Murrayfield, uh, which will will not 
we'll not talk smack about, but um, that should be interesting. And then uh, also we're going to have um, nationals to look forward to. There's a GBU game if you're in the area on the 6th of February. Uh, GBU are playing Sheffield Steel Dogs. That's the GBU men's team are playing Sheffield Steel Dogs. Um, they were uh, successful in their bid to get in uh, Wugs, which unfortunately the women weren't. Um, so their last game before they go is on the 6th of February so if you are able to get along to that tickets are £10 I think you can buy them on the the Ice Sheffield website I'll check, I've got a note from Dave um, but certainly uh, it should be a pretty good game and I think you and I are going down to commentate on that or are you available for that one? Or? I believe so, I need to tr- double check my schedule but I think it's, uh, it is pencilled in excellent um, so we we'll be down there down there for that one. So if you uh, wanna um, get get some good hockey in and give the guys one big last rousing cheer before they go off to Russia, where there'll probably be little to to no um, GB fans, uh, unless some people are brave enough to, to go out there uh, in the cold, uh, then please please get yourself along. They go in March. Um, I'm sure it would mean a lot to the to the guys if they had. Uh, if they had a lot of support at that game. Um, it's only £10 at the end of the day. Um, and the good thing about Ice Sheffield is you can get a pint uh, and watch the game. So, you know, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's, it faces off at 7.30 on that night and you can get it off to the... You can buy from, uh, yeah, the Ice Sheffield essentially website, uh, SIV um, website. And, uh, yeah, there'll be more promos and stuff about that. And I think... Uh, we might we might even get another pod in before before that. Oh, yeah, I think live. we could get that in. Yeah, and there'll, there'll be uh, live interviews and stuff um, down there. It will be live streamed, but there's nothing there's nothing the boys would want more than um, you know a, a big crowd to to cheer them on against the Steel Dogs, who who'll be no easy out for them, and then uh, get them get themselves ready for going to going to Russia in, in March. And uh, yeah, next. So, uh, what are you looking forward to most now? Uh, now that we've got Finland out of the way, beautiful place that it was, lovely snow, uh, good food, um, lovely people. Uh, obviously, lots of lots of friends that we'll maybe have for life now in the camps. Um, what what are you looking forward to most now about uh, uh, in the BIHA? Well, nationals as well. Uh, we still obviously got the run in for the rest of the cup season, but I think we all know nationals is always is always up there on the list of things to look forward to. And it's only when you look and you look at the calendar, and we're nearly in February already, and you realise it's only the first weekend in April, and then you look and go, oh, there's only like six, seven weeks, and then you think, oh, whew, yeah, before you know it, and it just becomes more exciting as day uh, days go by, and we get ready for what's going to be another fun three weekends, including. Uh, Including, no no pod spoiler, but including some uh, some small little changes, guys coming up. So more more to follow on that. And yeah, um, certainly if it is what I think you're talking about. That's uh, yeah, more to follow. That will all be exclusively um, announced. Um, I'm sure and we'll, we'll digest that um, on the on the pod. I shouldn't have turned around and looked at my mum's copy of the Reader Digest as I, as I was doing the pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> But certainly, I think we've got we've got a lot to look forward to. Um, we're really lucky um, that we get to be involved and you know and get to talk about these things because 
Uh, that means that everybody gets to hear what we think about it. <laughs> but um, certainly, um, it it's an exciting time with the BIHA. I was just thinking, you know, now how much more the BIHA is about hockey uh, than perhaps it ever was and how much more it's about promoting hockey than it ever was. I mean, you know, when I started with the BIHA, to think that there was a camp in Finland that would have essentially a travelling party of 66 people when you include staff and you know all the GBU players and the people who travel themselves and stuff it would have been unthinkable I mean you could barely get you know six or seven players to go to Whitley Bay for a game you know so it's it's fantastic how much the BIHA has changed to see the love and desire from for hockey um, I know some people were feeling it a wee bit on the on the Sunday and 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 the Monday morning uh, being on ice more than they ever had been but yeah truly um, the BIHA's you know I hate to pat sales in the back but it's doing a good job I'm glad to see people are enjoying it um, I'm really glad to see uh, that there's there's the future's bright for for all ends in, of the spectrum in the BIHA that's the international end and the you know the, the sort of entry end of the BIHA so and that, as I said before, is a tribute to all you guys. So thanks very much. Um, and I think that probably does us, Nick, because you want to get off to Asda and, and go and get your dinner, I think. I do indeed, Rambo, but I will finish and add to what you've just said there. I know the people who are listening to this right now, you're the keen lot and you're the lot that we're not necessarily preaching to when we're saying that, although the thanks is for you guys. But go out there, tell your friends, get more people involved. Like, honestly... The amount of people that you talk to and you see, whether it be your Max Springers or or your GBU girls or whoever, university hockey's out there for everyone, and it can give you some insane memories and insane uh, stories. Like we spent the entire time on those drives down talking about the hockey stories and things like that, and it's a it's a chance of a lifetime. Try not to let it go by, guys. Tell your friends. Yeah, and one one final shout out, and I, I know this is a bit personal, but Dibs. If you've made it this far in the podcast, I do apologise for keeping you awake every night. Um, is this Dave? Just Dave. Just so you know, this is where you need to ring uh, ring Dibs and get the snoring noise, and you can insert it here, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to let you know, Dibs, I, I will not be sharing a room with you at any future event uh, unless absolutely necessary. So uh, you'll be pleased <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> anyway, as I say, um, what thanks and everything. Um, thanks very much guys for listening to, to the podcast that's a goodbye from me and a goodbye from and a goodbye from me thanks very much guys <laughs>